TOA family, what's going on? Eric Huber here, product specialist with TOA Electronics. Right, there it is, right there, boom. Product specialist with TOA. Did I say that? I totally just said that, but don't worry about it because it's a new week. It's Monday. It's okay. But hey, brand new episode today. We're going back to last week's webinar. We're going to be talking with Ian from sales, Dan from engineering, and my man, Andy, from my PSG team. Andy did a great job. Uh, and we're talking about higher education, college campuses, big universities, and how you guys can implement the best strategies, not only with TOA products, but with your customers and anything else regarding commercial AV. Sit back. This is a good one. Enjoy. And we'll see you next week on Sound Supply. Enjoy, guys. Ian, I've seen some images of uh, some cool projects regarding these guys that, uh, that you've been involved in. Anything recent? Maybe, maybe you can tie... Um, you know, these products into what we just spoke about when it comes to higher education. You know, I see these in auditoriums. I see Jim doing designs all the time for gymnasiums and things like that, multi-purpose areas. Uh, any feedback that you've gotten from your customers or your clients regarding the installation of these products uh, that, you know, that we should know about? HX5 and HX7 have been adopted in so many different uh, market sectors. Probably most popular, at least from what I, I see in uh, the uh, house of worship market, um, anywhere that you really would like to provide a great uh, waveguide control over the, the throw of that speaker. So you're absolutely right. A gymnasium, uh, and I just worked on a, uh, uh, an NCAA uh, court, high school court. And okay. also went with uh, which, with HX7s deployed, being able to really target the uh, uh, the bleachers, just the stands, um, and and uh, of course adding in subwoofers. Right, there's nice matching subwoofers to go with HX5 and HX7s. So you can do a lot with them, and uh, they're just very very flexible um, speaker. And, you know, uh, four speakers in a cluster and you can tie two clusters together. So uh, there are a lot of applications out there. But I think gymnasium is one that, that, that's come up the, the most for me, at least in higher ed. Great point as well. We make a, a lot of different models in, in a WP version, we call it, uh, which are, are weatherproof models uh, that can handle the elements up to a certain point. Uh, so be aware of that. They work great for, for those types of applications. Dan should, uh, Dan should run a seminar on, on IPX ratings. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ian, another question here going towards you. The M864D, another product that we didn't really discuss too much, another fantastic product. Yep. Any experiences recently with that guy out in the field? Um. One of the, the real nice functions of 864 is you can, you're looking at a more traditional uh, production level mixing console, but you've got these additional outputs that can allow you to do room combining, room sharing, zoning, remote volume controls, uh, much like you would do with one of our paging amplifiers. So there are some great functions in there that, have, uh, that come in really handy. 
Um, and honestly, I would tie that in with uh, the right set of amplifiers out to a set of HX5s or HX7s. <laughs> it would make the absolute, the perfect uh, complete system uh, from, from your input mixing console right out to the speakers. I can also add that uh, usually in a production environment in a medium to large size theater, you've got a stage manager position uh, with a stage manager mixer. Uh, that's a great solution for that. Uh, low profile, rack mounted, uh, easily controllable. So it's a very flexible uh, piece of gear. Beautiful. Um, Dan, let me point this one at you. The D2008. Anything? Uh, let, let's just briefly talk about that. Any any recent projects that that guy has actually been integrated with or in? D two thousand eight. Recent. Negative. Um, I think the the last project I put that in was in a, uh, a hotel application, uh, mm -hmm. but it could just as easily be uh, moved over into a higher ed education uh, uh, type uh, application. With, with up to 128 inputs uh, or, or outputs, depending on how you configure it. Again, very, very flexible. Uh, the, uh, I know the, the designer of the input module for uh, that, that particular piece, the, uh, the analog to digital, and it is a, a beautiful piece of work. It's a great sounding desk, 24-bit, uh, uh, 48K, uh, just a, a, a nice piece of work. Uh, controllable oh. by TCP IP or uh, through the software, uh, just a, uh, a very nice large format mixer. Awesome. So if you guys didn't also know, we, we do make, and Dan mentioned these briefly, the SRC and SRA series uh, array units. Uh, I know Andy and I don't get too many phone calls on these guys. Um, but yeah, we, we make some pretty, pretty large array units that are designed for, for large applications. Uh, Dan or Ian, any experience with these guys that you can uh, throw in? Maybe um, examples that you've seen in, in, in on college campuses or higher education? Sure, sure. The, uh, you're talking about the SRH series? Yes, correct. Okay. All right. So sometimes uh, if you have a, a very, very tall uh, a Gothic style church with a peaked roof and you're trying to get um, even intelligible sound to everybody in the church, you can always put speakers up at 35, 40 feet and try and reach out that 90 feet. But um, physics is not gonna be on your side. Uh, the best way to get intelligible audio is to get the speaker close to the audience. With the SRH3 and SRH2, we can mount those inconspicuously and do uh, a, a semi-distributed system um, either down the wall or down posts on either side and then cover uh, if there's a, a covered area on either side, which is typical, uh, you can cover that with uh, some of the architectural acoustic uh, speakers or go with the H2s. But um, I've used that uh, in two recent uh, designs where they were they had large format horns and they wanted to get rid of them with something sleeker with a line array and and if you if you're going to spend a million and a half dollars then yes you can get a line array to do that 
but if you have a budget in mind, uh, the best idea is to get those speakers uh, close to the speaker, and, and the uh, SRH series is a great solution for that. Cool. And actually even, Dan, for smaller rooms, right? So you take a lecture hall at a university. It's also a very nice way to go. I mean, an HX5 is fantastic, and a lot of people like the look of that sort of larger line array. Uh, but if you're looking for a more discreet um, set of speakers to be deployed for a lecture hall, you've got a closer proximity, and uh, they really do disappear quite nicely into, uh, into the environment. Good point, Ian. Awesome. Uh, next question, guys. So going back to, let's think about college campuses or universities that are maybe thinking about a change or, or optimizing, optimizing systems currently to uh, the way students are interacting with their teachers or, or their colleagues, whatever those changes may be. What are, what are some risks for a university uh, that does not see a need of, uh, or does not see the need to optimize currently and kind of just sits back and, and lets, you know, let things happen and, and uh, you know, they're, they're just happy with the old school technique. What are, what are some risks that they might be facing long-term or down the road as things begin to change? Anybody? Well, uh, <laughs> clearly everybody out there right now is a shopper, right? Folks are shopping for their university experience. There are certain levels of expectations. And honestly, I've seen down here, at least in South Florida, every major university from FIU, FAU, University of Miami, Barry University, making very high uh, investments in, right. you know, their display technology, their microphone, their ability to be picked up in that room intelligently, intelligibly, uh, and of course, the sound reinforcement within all those rooms. Uh, they're making those investments. If, if they don't, what's the ramifications? They'll less enrollment. They'll, they'll, they'll be shocked to go. You know, students will want to go somewhere where they can uh, enjoy that audio visual experience uh, to to you know to maximize their their learning experience. Yep. Great selling point. You walk into a campus and you see beautiful monitors and this high you know te technology going on and, and great audio systems. You know, people would want to want to go there. You know, right over, down to the garden speaker, right? Put the garden <laughs> speakers right, right down that, that in the quad. In the quad. All over the Absolutely. Quad. All right, guys. Uh, I think I got one or two more here. Bear with me here. Bear with me. Um, is there a connectivity? And I think we mentioned this briefly. Is there a connectivity between IP systems, IP audio systems? Yeah, you guys can talk about the horn that we have. Uh, could be an SP80 type solution. Um, uh, is there a connection between our IP systems and performance audio systems? So, you know, I guess think low impedance, uh, something like that on that aspect. How do those tie in together or can they tie in together? I think Ian, you mentioned something briefly. Well, I mean, the, 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 the one nice one. thing about IP systems is that, um, you know, with an IP system, you can you can have the, the speaker at a, at a pretty distant location and through network, uh, be able to get your message across, uh, be it, you know, parking lots, be it a auditorium, be it outside at a football field. Um, you don't have to worry so much about the amplifiers and the wire runs and everything else. So you have PoE, the, the audio is going to travel over network, like in our IP81SC15. And um, 
and be able to broadcast the audio without all the heavy duty equipment that goes along with it sometimes that you have to you know rack mount store somewhere so in a sense that that's a really nice feature yeah or it could be a job for like um an annex where they need to get audio uh, over the football field i don't know uh over ip or something like that and, and be able to broadcast an emergency announcement whatever that may be right it's, it's both ways right uh, yep. send it and receive it and then yep. Transmit it out for broadcast out over your speakers um, and do it all over a network. You can reach out and touch every individual endpoint. Uh, you know, set up uh, your, your remote messaging on a horn or on a, uh, a series of speakers. Or we do things the traditional way on, on you know, 70 volt uh, daisy chain of speaker systems and just have an IP endpoint right out there in front of the 70 volt system. Uh, lots of ways to integrate IP through uh, TOA solutions right now. There you go. All right, guys. Um, I think we're done. Uh, if, if you guys want to add anything, now's the time. Ian, Dan, or Andy, we good? All right, guys. Just waiting for that uh, lecture Dan's going to do on IPX uh, <laughs> weatherproof <coming> ratings. <laughs> coming shortly. I myself am my P66. Oh. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks again for joining us. Whomever is here, uh, we really appreciate you guys showing up. Many thanks. Uh, and again, if, if you guys want us to talk about anything at all, let us know in the comments. Reach out to us. Call any one of us. You know, we all have phones. We have email addresses. Reach out to us, and we'll be happy to help. Be on the lookout again every Monday. I have my podcast, which we just released this past Monday. Um, of course, I have a brand new shirt on. It's a Star Wars shirt. Then you guys are Star Wars fans um yeah so every every monday at eight o'clock we talk about more more it's more of a relaxed type conversation about anything going on ip uh, commercial av wise and the webinar is uh second to last wednesday of the month is what we're doing hey hey and let's not leave out one thing that yes, i forget Andy. to mention we do offer the best warranty in the in the business at the moment oh really? let's not leave that out we, we back up our stuff five years five years Five-year warranty uh, on A stock and B stock, yes, sir. Yes, sir, which is excellent. Andy, thank you for adding that. Mm -hmm.